Hey guys, I'm Teresa Caputo. Most of you might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people even call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is just to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they're safe and at peace and that there is more to life than this. The COVID-19 pandemic has really been hard on all of us, but especially those like Nicole from Ohio who lost a loved one this year to the virus. I feel that my gift is especially important in times like these, and I'm so grateful that I get to use it to help people like Nicole heal from such a horrible loss. Spirit always tells you exactly what you need to hear. And I think Nicole heard some important validations in her reading today. Stay tuned, listeners, because I think some of these messages will really resonate with you as well, especially those who dealt with or lost someone to COVID. Before the reading, I was pretty excited, but I was also very nervous. I didn't know if like what exactly is going to get brought up or if things that I wanted to get brought up were going to get brought up. And also I was just kind of freaking out that I was actually going to be talking to Teresa because I love the show. And my grandma, she was 75 years old when she died and she, she seemed so much younger than that though. She had such a young energy to her and she was always so fun and positive. All of our family gatherings, she was always standing up dancing to the music, singing along, snapping her fingers. She would be the only person doing that. We're all just sitting down, hanging out, and she's just up having a little party with by herself, basically. But she was always really fun and vibrant and positive. So welcome, Nicole. I'm so excited. Thank you for joining Hey Spirit today. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I, this is real. I'm talking to I know. Lisa. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I know you're like looking at me. I was just literally going to say to you, do you think you just saw a ghost? Oh my God. Yeah, I'm like shook. Oh my gosh. Oh my. Well, listen, it's just me. Oh Don't get all excited. I, I always say that to people. I, I say this to my kids. I'm like, when I try to tell my kids things, I'm like, people pay to hear what I have to say. You could care less. <laughs> it always still astounds me when people are so excited. They're like, shell-shocked when they see me. It's like, oh my God, it's Teresa. I'm like, it's just me, Teresa Caputo. I live in Hicksville, live next door to my parents at 53, (laughs) and I talk to dead people. (laughs) Oh my God. So I'm really excited to be able to share my gift with you today. So I want to thank you in advance, Nicole, for doing this, being a part of Hey Spirit, but more importantly, for trusting me with the souls of your departed loved ones. Mm -hmm. I'm going to first start with the mother that is departed. So mother for me, if it's not your mom, it could be grandmother or aunt or someone that was like a mother. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. So know that she is stepping forward. You have other loved ones on the other side Mm -hmm. as well. But she made me feel like I'm in charge. I'm going to rule the roost over here. And I'm going to decide who's going to come through. Oh, yeah, totally. That would be her personality, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Oh, she is no beating around the bush. She is a, a let's get right to it. Is that correct? Absolutely. She sure is. Because I'm like, okay. And she's like, nope. Immediately showed me the holding of the hands and the whispering of the ear, which is my symbol for that nothing was left unsaid. So know that if you feel that you wished you said something to her prior to her departure, or you missed her departure, or you weren't able to be there as much for her as you wanted to be or would have liked to have been, she says, I do not want you to worry or feel sad or bad or I'll even use the word guilty for that. Do you understand that? Yeah. 
she made me feel like that you were her pride and joy. And then, wait, she's all over the place. Then she looked at me. She goes, Teresa, can you believe I died? How did this happen? How did I die? Oh, well. (laughs) Right? Yeah, yeah. So sometimes spirit will say that, like, even if they were ill, or maybe they weren't, or they just went quickly, or if everything just went so quickly, and before we knew it, they died. Yeah. And it's almost like, I still can't believe that she's gone. Mm-hmm. It was actually the weekend of my bachelorette party that got canceled. I decided to go home to Michigan, and my sister let me know that my grandma was in the hospital, and they didn't really know what was going on. And this was right at the beginning of the pandemic. And then we later found out that she tested positive for COVID. So she ended up in the ICU and she was there for a little bit over a week, I think. We weren't allowed to visit her. The best we could do was call, try calling the nursing station and get a hold of a nurse to try and talk to her. But the nurses were so overworked. So it was hard to even call her. And so she basically was just alone in her hospital bed for over a week. She was offered a ventilator. She was recommended a ventilator and she turned it down. So that was where a lot of those like mixed emotions sort of came from. It was at the point where we didn't really know super well how to treat COVID because it was at the middle to end of March. So I was kind of like Googling all the other ways that it was being treated in other countries and things like that. But she eventually did die. She wanted to get off of her breathing machine. And so she went to hospice and then she died like the next day. Because she she just told me that you talk to her like every morning, like as if she's in the room. Yeah, I talk to her all the time. So know that your grandmother hears you. You don't need to go to a medium to be able to talk to her because I just heard her say, tell her I love her too. So you must be speaking to her and saying, grandma, I love you. I miss you. Yeah. And sometimes I think that I hear her say it back, but I, it's so automatic. It feels like it's her, but I can't tell if it's just my mind. Absolutely not. She just did that to me <laughs> to validate for you that it's real. You can't make that up. Sometimes you think you hear her call you. She actually calls your name or you might just feel like you hear her voice, Mm -hmm. right? Whatever it is, it's something that you feel. You can't make that up. Nobody can tell you what you feel or what you don't feel or what you see. She also told me that you sometimes think that you see something go by. Mm -hmm. So know that that's her. Know that that is her soul letting you know that she's with you at that exact moment. Do you light a candle in memory of her? So my sister custom ordered a bunch of candles that have her name on it with the dates that she was born and died. And I have it next to my bed, Perfect. but I haven't lit it yet because I don't want to burn it. That's okay. What I love is, because listen, you know, your sister's going to ask, <laughs> did she say anything about me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she knows about the candles. Yeah, And I'm going to say this to you, Nicole. That's not something that spirit will say to me, that they'll say, oh, do you light a candle in memory of them? The fact that she knows that your sister made a candle, because look, how they got me to say this, I looked at this candle that I have. Somebody sent this to me, and it's a memory Mm -hmm. candle. And I just got it, and I sat it right next to my computer. And I looked at it, and then I heard, she does that for me. Mm -hmm. So know that your grandmother knows of the candles that your sister made, knows that you have it right by your bedside. And you don't have to light that candle. That doesn't mean, oh my God, (laughs) 
Grandma told Teresa, and now she knows I'm not actually lighting it. That's not what it's about. Do you know the thought of wanting to do something in memory or in honor of your loved Mm -hmm. ones? And we might never, ever do it. To spirit, it is as if we do it. That's the thing that I love. Oh, your grandma's funny. She goes, no, was she a woman of faith? Oh, yeah, yeah. She didn't really go to church, but she believed in God. That's okay. Mm -hmm. Because she goes, you tell her to continue to pray. (laughs) She needs to pray more. Pray more. (laughs) Um, So whatever that is, however you can connect with mm -hmm. that, whether it means it's something, look, it could have been something you were thinking Mm -hmm. about, you know, especially during these crazy times, you know, we might rely on. I say prayer because I'm Catholic, whatever it is for you. Know that she's a part of it. Oh, so I'm going to say this, but I don't know how this is. She showed me my symbol for, because when Spirit shows me three pages and writes my hero on the top of it, that's my symbol for that somebody wrote something in memory and in honor of someone. Then she stood me at a podium as if I was reading a eulogy. My sister just did that this weekend. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Did you have to celebrate her life after Mm -hmm. because of COVID? Yeah, we just did it on Saturday. Okay. So no. See, this is the (laughs) shit that freaks me out. Are you allowed to curse on a podcast? I get. I don't know if I am. If not, they're going to bleep it out. But that's this. You remember on Long Island Medium when you see me go, yeah, and my jaw like shot? Like, these are the moments like, are you freaking kidding me, Graham? Like, to validate Mm -hmm. that her soul was present for it. But. I want to take this one step further, she wants to, Nicole, because she says that you wanted to do that. You wanted to do something, but you let your sister do Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. So no to your grandmother, it is as if you actually wrote something and read it. But she tells me that you did write something about her, whether if you have it safe, maybe when she first died, but you have it to yourself, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wrote, we all kind of wrote messages. So when she was dying, she told us like, you guys put it on Facebook because that's kind of her personality. of just like, kids, go put it out there. So we all did like an Instagram or a Facebook post. And I, I was like, um, kind of written a little like journal. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So know that she knows about it and wants to thank you for the amazing and beautiful tributes. She goes, let me tell you something, Teresa. I was a hoot. <laughs> I said, who uses the term anymore? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, But that's the thing that I love how she's bringing you so much laughter, Mm -hmm. right? She's bringing you joy and peace. Now, do you connect with like birds or butterflies or dragonflies? Mm -hmm. Butterflies. So know that when you see that, and and I just said to her, why did you have me say like, because usually I don't do Mm -hmm. that. And she said, because I want her to know that I come in many forms, not just the butterfly. Okay. So it could be maybe your sister might see, I don't know, uh, hypothetically, a a red cardinal. Mm -hmm. And maybe your mom says, oh, I saw rainbows. It's whatever it is. It gets our attention. Okay. And knowing that the soul is with us at that exact moment. Oh my gosh, when Teresa said she comes in many forms, not just butterflies, that was such a funny moment to me because when we knew my grandma was going to die, I told my mom to let my grandma know that I wanted butterflies at my wedding. So every time I see a butterfly, 
I'm always like, oh my gosh, that's my grandma. Like my first day at my new placement for school, there was a butterfly on the window the whole day. That was so random. And I was just like, oh my gosh, that's grandma. And then in my garden, for some reason, there's just a ton of butterflies. And so Teresa's saying <laughs> she comes in many forms. It's just like, okay, Nicole, stop obsessing over the butterflies. There are other things too, other pretty things that I'm sending you. So I thought that was a really funny message and I, I loved that part. Now, who was the father figure that's departed as well? Can I go to your dad's side of the family? There's not really a father figure over there. Her son died, but he was okay, in like, oh, he was in like his 20s. Well, she had me write uncle. Yeah, uncle. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So know that he's stepping forward. He died kind of unexpectedly. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. So know that his soul was there to greet her. Oh, God. Oh, because you know what she said? She goes, let me tell you, Teresa. She goes, I wasn't ready to die. She goes, but when I saw my son, And he sat at the end of my bed is when my soul left. She says, and everyone said it after I died. Is that correct? Yeah, we were, we all hoped that Joey would be waiting for her. It was huge when Teresa said that my uncle Joey was there when she died because it was really heartbreaking just to think about. I think the hardest part was thinking about her being sick alone in a hospital bed. My grandpa was able to visit her once um, when she was doing really poorly. And then they let him visit again when she was going to die. And my mom was able to visit, but that was really it. So knowing that my uncle Joey was there when she did die was, it was more of like a warming feeling, I think, than like a sad feeling, of course. I was really happy to hear that. Um, and that's kind of the one thing we're like, okay, it's okay that she died because she's with Joey. And he died a while ago and she always would talk about him and um, miss him so much. So I'm, and I'm happy that they're together again because I know she missed him a bunch. She tells me that you still have her nightgown or her robe. Um, so actually I was just at her house this weekend and I found her robe and I thought about taking it, but then I didn't. I need to ask my papa if I can go take it. This is what I love. <laughs> Look, this doesn't mean, I mean, you can most certainly call him up and say, can I have her robe? But what I love is how, remember what we talked about earlier, thinking and wanting to do something, mm-hmm. but not doing it. It means as if we actually do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Cause that was so random. I was telling my sisters, I was like, guys, I found grandma's robes. Should we take them? Like they're cute. <laughs> Validating that her soul was with you at that exact moment. How do you connect with the number three? So were there, are there, is it the month of March? You have three siblings or um, there's three died, of you. She died in March, but I also have three sisters. Okay. Perfect. But also a brother. I don't know. Now, did somebody say, Like, I feel like I have like mixed emotions about this. Like some people say, you know what? She was strong and, you know, she lived a good life. And then somebody's feeling like, I feel like I kind of mixed emotions. I don't know if it's amongst your siblings or it's your parents, but it's like, God darn it. Why did they do that? Or if the doctor only did this, or if they did this, if they moved her here, she never would have died. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's how I feel. As I'm saying this, I get, did you just like feel something like, like a warmth or like a chill? Yeah. 
Yeah, warm. Know that that is your grandmother's soul because she's like playing with your hair and she's like wiping your tears and she's saying, I cannot have you going over this. She says, I lived a good life. She says, I don't want you to feel that I was robbed or that I was mistreated. She says, if that's the way that you needed to deal with it in the beginning, she says, enough. She says, I need you to release all of those emotions, the shoulda, coulda, woulda's. She says, and I need you to send them back to me with love. She says, because they are not your burdens to carry. She says, you might feel that it might make it easier to blame someone or something else. Mm -hmm. She says, but you know, she says, you'll understand when you get older. You don't want to watch your family watch you be sick. Mm -hmm. She says, that was the hardest thing that I had to deal with. And I did not want my family to do that. She says, so I want you to know that for that time, we made the right choices and the right decisions. Okay. Well, I'm going to hypothetical this. Mm-hmm. Let's say if you feel that there should have been some type of surgery mm-hmm. and you talked her into doing a surgery mm-hmm. and she never made it out of that operating room, where would a burden, shoulda, coulda, woulda, lie then? So we never look at that other side of the coin. We always have to feel, even though it's horrible and terrible, Mm -hmm. but we always have to look at things in a way of, I I even feel foolish saying it, but this is what God's plan was, or this is how it was supposed to be. Because it could have been 10 times. And if we think, how could it have been worse? Listen, (laughs) whoever would have thought, let's say this pandemic, for example, that it would get this bad, right? Right. And she was right at the beginning. So she still got a hospital bed, but she turned down the ventilator, which was something that like my grandpa was trying to convince her to go on the ventilator, but she didn't want to. So, And how many people were put on a ventilator and they say that is what killed them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She says, I prayed and I said, if I'm not going to be the same or get better, God, take me now. Mm-hmm. She makes me feel like that you also uh, have, I don't know if it was when you were just at the house, either you were looking at it or you wanted to take it or one of your sisters or someone. It was a picture of her and your grandfather when they were young. Oh, yeah. And it was, and it was almost like you like literally said to your grandfather, who is this? And he's like, that's me and your grandma. <laughs> yeah, my sister and I, we were going through all their pictures. We saw all these old photos of them from when they were married and just, Younger. Yeah. So you see how much I'm smiling Mm -hmm. and how that's how she's making me feel. So know that her soul was with you right at that moment, Mm -hmm. at that exact moment. Did she have a sister that passed? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So know that she's bringing forward her sister as well and that they're all together. Is she with her mom? Yes. What I saw was um, she showed me like something about her mom's hair to validate. And then she showed me this apron. So I don't know if you came across things and your grandfather said, oh, this was grandma's mom's apron or. Yeah, I'm not sure. I didn't know her mom very well. I just. Right. Yeah. But she brings forward the sister. Was your uncle, was was your grandmother's son, was he named after someone? Because she told me that he was a namesake. Mm -hmm. Named after my grandpa. So to validate that they're together. And I think it's important maybe to tell him. Okay. Yeah. She says, because he's, she goes, 
Do you know now what a pain in the ass he is, what I've been telling you all this time? Do you see? But I feel like she's teasing him. Uh, yeah, she's always like that. So yeah. She goes, he doesn't know what to do without me, Teresa. He goes, he is so lost. Mm-hmm. She says he walks around the house. He talks to me. He sits in my chair. He lays on my spot in the bed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that dog. He has a dog, so takes the dogs on walks all day. So it's validating that she is with him and knows how much he is missing her, knowing that he doesn't know what to do sometimes without her, knowing that when he sits in her chair or where she used to sit on the couch, that her soul is still with him. Mm-hmm. Did he talk about changing things or moving? Kind of. We've talked about him like selling the condo and maybe moving in with my parents. Look, This does not mean this is what he has to do. Mm -hmm. I am very adamant about this. I use my gift for healing. That is it. When spirit brings up things that we're thinking about doing, wanting to do, what it means is that they would support our decisions. Mm -hmm. That's it. And, you know, she says, but sometimes you just have to let him be. Mm -hmm. Let him get all his kinks out of whatever it is. Let him make the decision. Put it out there. And he might not do it right away, but she did make me feel like I think he deserves the move. Okay. Does he like golf or like, does he like to do something? Because she says he's got to take that up again. And it's just my symbol. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't care if he played an instrument, but when they show me golf for some reason, I don't know why, (laughs) because I know nothing about golf, (laughs) except you got to walk a lot, but you get a cart. (laughs) If you don't want to walk. That's all I know. But it's my symbol for of where we used to love to do something. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if it was when he was in his 20s, but we don't do it anymore for whatever reason. We didn't have time. We think we're too old, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. It validates that she says, I want you to live. I don't want you to stop living or maybe taking a vacation or doing things because I died. Okay. I'll have to talk to him about that one. Yeah, it might even be something where they talk, I'm kind of hypotheticalist. They talked about going to Florida, mm-hmm. and, you know, or just yes, to, or, or, or taking a trip and they never did it. It's like, I want you to do those things. Mm-hmm. That did happen. They were going to go down to Florida, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny? What a coincidence, hey, Nicole. <laughs> you really hit the nail on the head there. All I know is you can't make this shit up. And someone might be listening and saying, oh, so what? But how would I know that? You live in Ohio, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. And not everyone wants to go to Florida. So spirit always has me say and do things for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I hope that people, as they listen, you know, to your reading today, they realize that they're great validations, but they're a million times more healing Mm -hmm. because I can feel something, Nicole, that you must have been incredibly, incredibly close with your grandmother. Is that correct? Yeah. Because she made me feel like she was putting my soul back together. Mm -hmm. And it was almost like something was lifted from you. I mean, we're only in this like, what, 15, 20 minutes? Mm -hmm. And I already feel this sense of peace. And I feel like I can put my soul back together a little bit. Yeah. And that was her gift. She just made everybody feel so special. And like, she was so positive and just always so proud of all of us, no matter what little thing we did, it was the biggest deal to her. 
And I wouldn't have had it any other way. She says, Teresa, this is my legacy. Mm -hmm. And I think of you and your siblings, like not as her grandchildren, but like her children. That's how close everyone was, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. Yeah. So it validates, and, and I love how she made me feel a way that you knew you know, without a doubt, that her soul is present mm-hmm. and that she is okay, that she wasn't afraid. And more importantly, that she didn't die alone. Yeah. That's huge because she, she physically did because of like all the limitations with the hospitals and all of that. My mom, they made my mom leave because she was staying too long and my grandma passed after my mom already left. She said, because I did not want your mom to watch me take my last breath. She would not be able to get that vision out of her head because she shows me the three breaths. She said she was staring at me, watching me breathe the whole time, (laughs) Teresa, that she was there. (laughs) Sounds about right. She says, but I will never forget when she kissed me on the head, on the forehead, and then on the cheek, And said, I'll see you later, mom. Mm -hmm. She says, so know that, and I, this might be hard for your mom to hear that she wasn't supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. When souls depart in a way that we feel that we should have been there, Mm -hmm. spirit comes through and says, no, the message might be very different you know, for your mom, if she did stay, it would have been something of, please stop going over your head of what it was like for me or thinking that I was scared or that I was struggling or that I was struggling to breathe and how horrible it would have been for me. Yeah. And she said this earlier. She said to watch my family, watch me be sick. Mm -hmm. That was the hardest thing. She says, and let me tell you something, Teresa. She goes, there is no way that I thought that I was going to die. Yeah. She said, I kept telling every time everyone called or came and saw me, I'd be like, I'm going to be fine. It's going to be okay. I feel better. She goes, and even though I was having a shitty day, she goes, I would tell them, I feel fine. She goes, because I looked great. She just showed me. I would walk in the hospital to see her. And there she was sitting, her hair's fixed. She's got <laughs> lipstick on, right? Yeah, that would be her. Yeah, we didn't think she was going to die. We were like, right. no way. She's so strong. Yep. She's going to push through. There's no way. And then- like the last time I got to talk to her on the phone, I even still was like, okay, see you at my wedding. But then she died the next day. She says, I wouldn't have had it any other way. She told me, you're still going to get married. Mm-hmm. She says, you are going to know that I am going to be escorting you down the aisle in spirit. She showed me you sewing. So when spirit does this, when they lift up the bottom of the dress and they Mm -hmm. show me a heart in lace Mm -hmm. and they sew it in the bottom of my dress and then they put a picture in the bouquet, that's my symbol for where you thought about carrying something of hers the day that you get married. Yeah, so I I got married last month and I there was a picture of her on a heart tied to the bouquet. Are you doing another (laughs) wedding? Yeah, yeah. Oh, because I said to her, I go, why did you tell me about the wedding? She goes, Oh, Teresa, there's going to be a bigger wedding. Yeah, we had to do our small pandemic wedding. Now we're doing a big one next summer. Perfect. So the pandemic wedding, you put the picture in the bouquet. Mm-hmm. Now maybe you would think of sewing something into your dress. Yeah, yeah. Look, doesn't mean that you have to do that. But it's her way of validating, knowing what's going on, and you're still going to get married. Mm-hmm. Validating. See, my daughter, she postponed her wedding. So she was supposed to get married in September. She says, Mom. And to her, she says, 
it's just a date. She goes, so we'll get married in May. I don't want to have a small, some people wanted to do that. Others did not. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was really funny that she was talking about like the big wedding because like she would like the big wedding with all the dancing and all of that stuff, not more so than the small wedding. But it was just nice to know that she really is there for all those big moments because people always say that, you know, they're always with you. But it's nice to get that confirmation. So your mom made uh, your mom, your grandma. That's how she has approaches. <laughs> yes. Your- <laughs> Your grandmother made me feel pregnant. So was that something that you were discussing? So I was just talking to my husband yesterday just about like when we want to have kids and if I'm even fertile and all that. Great. Validating that her soul was present for that conversation. And I always say this to young people that if you do not wish to have children at this time and you are sexually active... (laughs) Take all proper precautions because spirit doesn't make me feel pregnant for nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. No, we don't want that right now. (laughs) But what a great way of her validating that she was present at Mm -hmm. that moment. She also talks about her bracelet. So is there something about a bracelet? When they show me a charm bracelet, it could be something that we talked about taking apart, changing, or you actually physically want a particular bracelet. I took her one bracelet and I put it on my ankle on my wedding day. And when I stepped out, it broke. So I was talking about how I have to go get it fixed in size to my wrist to make it a bracelet. (laughs) Awesome. Oh my gosh. (laughs) She goes, she is so happy right now. She goes, she never thought I would bring that up. She thought now I would not know about the bracelet. Yeah, I I felt (laughs) bad because it broke right when I stepped out the house. Oh my God. It's fine. Well, thank God. Look, you could look at it this way. Thank God it happened then and it didn't happen when you were somewhere else. But what a beautiful, beautiful way of her validating that she was part of this special, unique, small day. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah. Also, there's something about, I'm going to say this. I don't know if your mom had this dream, but she made me feel like I had a visitation from her and I felt like somebody was physically holding my hand. And when I woke up, there was nothing there. Because when spirit lays me in a bed and they show me this indentation at the Mm -hmm. end of the bed, then they'll make me feel something else. Sometimes I'll feel a brush on my cheek. I'll feel a hand. Know that she says to your mom, know that that's me. And she says, please tell her that I could never be disappointed in her. Okay. And it's very important that you share the message of her not being able to be there. Okay. I'm going to say this. I think that is one of the main reasons why this reading is happening today. Mm. Because she made me feel like that your mom is really struggling with that. Yeah. Because your grandmother makes me feel like she was so incredibly, incredibly close to each and every one of you. Yeah, she was. And your mom is saying, like, I should have known. I should have known. Some things were not meant to know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If we can't change it, then we shouldn't worry about it. Mm -hmm. So us five grandkids are her only grandkids because her son died before he had kids. And so we, like of everyone, never in a million years would have thought she'd be the first grandparent to die. Like there's no way. I'm like, I thought she had 20 more years in her. So it's very important to realize, to remember what she was saying about her son being there Mm -hmm. and knowing that they are all together on the other side. Mm -hmm. Who's the teacher or the nurse? 
No, but... Or is there nursing? Who's going back to school? I'm in school, but... Well, when they show me teacher or nurse, the reason why it's teacher or nurse is because it's something where someone helps someone. Hmm. Like social worker. I feel like it's somebody that's helping someone and nurturing and growing. That could be me. I'm training to be a clinical psychologist, so I do therapy for kids. Oh, so when I said social worker, it didn't go ding, 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 ding. That's resonating, yeah. (laughs) Well, you are kind of like, yeah. that's my kind of naive way of the way I think, like, a doctor. Like my brother is a physical therapist. I think of him as a doctor. Like it's someone that is helping us. And the reason why teacher is in there because they nurture us and help us grow. Mm -hmm. So know that your grandmother says she's incredibly proud of you. As I feel like she's bragging about you and she's like bringing forward other people from the other side that she met. And she's like, come Look, this is my granddaughter that I was telling you about. Oh my God, that's all she did ever. Everyone, when we talk about her, they're all just like, Dawn, my mom, you know, she loved you, but those grandkids, she loved those grandkids. <laughs> but that's how she made me feel even from the beginning, like that you were like a daughter, like you guys were their, her children, not yeah. her grandchildren, you know? Because yeah. then, then she looks at me, she goes, because I was way too young to have grandchildren, Teresa. <laughs> She's so beautiful. She literally changed her outfit like four times. Oh my God, that's so her. And more stunning than the next. Like now I feel like she's in her grand finale. Like she's in her gown with her stilettos and, you know. And it's almost like the energy that she leaves me with is almost like, don't remember me in that bed. Don't remember me not being able to get around because she shows me her dancing and jumping up and down. Okay. That's my symbol for where someone can move freely on the other side. Okay. So whatever it is, remember her. Maybe it's in the photos that you saw. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is, she says, don't remember me in that way. When you think that I went too soon or we should have done something different, she says, absolutely not. We made the right choices at the right time. She says, I wouldn't have traded anything. She says it wouldn't have changed anything. She says what it might have changed was my quantity of life, not my quality. And she says, and that is something that I would not have wanted. Okay. Or more importantly, for my family. Mm -hmm. She talks about the earrings. Do you have her earrings or was there a conversation about the earrings? My older sister has her earrings and she's been wearing them. Perfect. It was an honor and a privilege to channel your grandmother for you today. She did an amazing job of giving you the peace in knowing that she is okay. And more importantly, that she wasn't alone when she died Yeah, and she wasn't afraid. Mm-hmm. I want to thank you for being a part of Hey Spirit, for sharing her and with all the listeners, because your story will most certainly help someone else that maybe lost someone and maybe even someone to COVID. Yeah. Thank you so much. This means the world to me. And I know my grandma loved you actually. So I know that she's probably excited. She got to meet you too. <laughs> she, she literally just said to me, she goes, that's why I ended in the stiletto heel. She oh goes, my- you didn't even notice. She goes, you didn't even notice. I wore my best shoes. <laughs> she's like showing off for Teresa. Yes. Oh she literally just said that to me as you were saying it. Cause, oh, cause what she was showing me was my books. Oh, oh yeah. So I, I don't know if she had my books. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. But. So she like showed me that to the, and still I say to myself, I'm like, this is insane that people even know who I am. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. Oh, well, uh, thank you so much. This, uh, I still can't believe this happened. So thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciate it. Well, believe it and know that your grandmother had everything to do with this. Yeah. Oh Yeah. <laughs> 
Thank you, Nicole. Good luck. And remember, if you don't want to have children right away. Yeah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Thanks for that heads up. (laughs) You got any time. (laughs) Take care. God bless. Bye. Thank you. Her personality was shining through so much that it like, it like made me miss her more almost because I was like, oh my God, like she's just so fun and like hilarious. And I just miss her, even though like (laughs) the reading validated that she is there for me. It's just different and it doesn't feel the same, but it was nice. I felt like I got to kind of like hang out with her again. And she's just hilarious. So when Teresa was like, she keeps changing outfits, I was like, I'm not surprised at all because she would always talk about when she was younger and she had would wear her heels to work every single day. She would walk to the bus stop in her heels. And I'm like, yeah, Grandma, we don't do that anymore. And she would be like, come on, kids, get you dressed up for me. And we're like, sorry, Grandma, that's your thing. Well, it was really helpful to know that When I do say like, hi, grandma, like, I love you. I miss you. That she does hear me. And um, Teresa sort of validated that when I kind of freakishly hear her say it back, that it really is her soul sort of um, doing that, which is really bizarre because I thought I was just making stuff up. The same thing with writing. I've been wanting to start like a grief journal of just writing letters to her. So it kind of motivated me to do those things because it validated that she's present for those moments. And I know my sister was really happy that the candles came up. That was the first thing that my sister asked. She was like, did she talk about the candles? And I was like, yeah, she did actually. I forgot to tell you that. So I think it was just a really good reminder that she is around and that she hears us and that we can continue to do all these things and know that she's there for them. I called my grandpa after the reading and I found out that he's pretty skeptical. <laughs> so he wasn't as excited as I was about some of the things that came up. Um, Cause I think he was kind of sitting on it and trying to decide for himself if he believes it or not. But I found out that he was the one who had the dream of the holding the hand. He said that he had a dream of my grandma, like holding his hand and woke up and thought she was, he like felt her there but nobody was there so it was him who had that dream so that I was like okay I can't make that up I don't know that's just what Teresa told me and he was like yeah I did have that dream that's kind of weird even if maybe he didn't say it I think it was helpful to just sort of know that my grandma is with him in the house and all that so I talked to my mom after the fact and relayed the message that she wasn't supposed to be there when my grandma died and that she didn't really die alone And my mom's a pretty quiet person, but I I think it did mean a lot to her. Because when my mom did come back from the hospital, she told us, you guys would not have wanted to see her in that state. Like, she, it was just awful. And my mom didn't know how she lasted that long in the hospital. So I think it was helpful for her. Because the worst part about COVID is just not being able to be there with your loved ones when they die. And... We, I, it was this weird sense of guilt calling and bugging the nurses to talk to my grandma who I knew was dying, which sounds so messed up, but you're trying to like respect everybody else's job and everybody's overworked. And I know some people didn't even get the opportunity to sit with their loved ones on their last day. So I'm really happy that my mom and my grandpa were able to at least go talk to her that morning. And I was able to talk to her on the phone. I think overall the... The isolation, 
the not being able to talk to people, everyone being in so much PPE that they don't really look like humans, I think people will probably be able to resonate with um, just feeling sad for their loved ones who were in the hospital that had COVID. Overall, it was just a really healing process. And it I can see why people keep going back to mediums because it's like you get to talk and hang out with your loved one again in a way that it was really fun. So I'm like, I want to do it again. It was really nice. But yeah, overall, the experience was really great. And I, I feel like it helped a lot for the healing process and the grief process because my family hasn't really lost a ton of family members. So my grandma was really the first person that we've lost that we've all been super close to and that we all grew up with. Um, Because when my uncle died, I think I was three or four. So I was pretty young. Some of my other siblings weren't alive yet. But my grandma was such an involved grandma. She was at every event. She came with us to Disney World one time, bless her heart, because I don't think she knew what it was like to go with five kids and it was a hot mess. But she was just so involved. So it just really hurt losing her. So I think that this experience has been really, really healing. And sharing those messages with my family has been really helpful, too. The pregnancy thing scared me because I'm not trying to have kids right now. But that was so funny because my husband and I had just been talking about it the day before. And I know my grandma always, she really wanted to like meet my siblings and my kids and was hoping that she would be around for that. So I'm not surprised that she jumps in on those conversations to try and get the scoop on what's happening. Listen, it's not me, it's spirit. (laughs) There are some things that I don't want to talk about, especially someone's intimate moments. (laughs) But you know what? It's all fair warning, you know? It's not up to me. It's up to spirit. Like they'll say, I was the best kisser. Like guys will say this, her new boyfriend doesn't kiss like how I did. Or they'll say, I distinctively remember this older gentleman and uh, he had Alzheimer's when he passed. His wife had cared for him and He showed me, he goes, I used to chase her around the dining room table. (laughs) And she was, she completely went like red and she like kind of giggled. And then he literally said to me, and sometimes I'd have her on the table. (laughs) And I was in a crowd of like 5,000 people. And I literally put my hand over my mouth. I think I turned like the brightest red I could be. Because, you know, when you're in the moment, it's spirit talking. Like, that wasn't me. Like, that was it. And she literally said, that did happen. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. Like, I'm very adamant on, like, if spirit brings up things about what we're thinking about doing, wanting to do, it doesn't mean that we should do it or that we have to do it. And especially in this instance, what I loved was that her grandmother was validating that she knew about the conversation about having children, whether they decided not to, to wait, have children right away. You know that term, you make plans and God laughs. So that's one of those things where they might have said, listen, we discussed we're not going to have kids. But if you're intimate without taking proper precautions, don't be surprised when you get a plus on that (laughs) test. It's always interesting. Sometimes spirit people say then they'll say, oh, my God, when you said that. And then I went home and like a couple of weeks later, we found out that I was pregnant. So things like that happen. But also I say to spirit, if you want to give any information like that, it is to help or to prevent something. Never about what we should or shouldn't do with our lives. And I think that's what I loved about Nicole's experience was that her grandmother was just validating and she's only gone a couple of months. 
which she validated on how the family chose to move forward. And she still got married, but yet there was still another wedding coming up. Being able to validate all these things, it's still amazing to me that her grandmother was able to do that, validating that she isn't suffering anymore. We made all the right choices and decisions. And what a gift for her and her family for only being gone for a couple of months. Well, guys, there you have it. If you'd like to give me the opportunity to share my gift with you, just go to my website at teresacaputo.com. If you want to keep hearing these shows, please subscribe wherever you listen and be sure to write a review at Apple Podcasts so more people can find the show. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next time.